This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. Hey, everyone. I have the guest you all look forward to every month. We bring back Brian Lebel to talk about Las Vegas. How you doing, man? Good. I'm glad to be with you. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, man, I am so thankful for your time because uh, clearly this video with you every month is a rock star and uh, people really enjoy it. So thank you for that. My pleasure. So we're going to do this a little different because, again, the videos you and I usually do are 30 to 40 minutes long. And just given the stats, people sort of drop off about 20 minutes. So we're going to change it up. We're going to do three topics in three different videos. Okay. The first one is going to be, all right, Brian, tell us about what's going on in Vegas economy. Uh, I hear things, but I want to know from somebody on the ground, what is it like in Vegas today? Um, so, I mean, it's, I'm sure similar to a national level, it's quiet. It's very quiet. So, um, <laughs> that's, you know, that's not I, a word you associate with Vegas a lot. <laughs> Vegas is quiet. Yeah. It's quite the dichotomy right now. So, I mean, I'm not much of a strip person, so I don't spend much of my recreational time hanging out on the strip as do most locals, right? Mm -hmm. So the few times that I have had to go down to the strip, recently I was down there twice. Um, and, you know, like the malls for Christmas, it's nowhere near, you know, what we're used to, but nothing is normal anymore. So mm -hmm. um it was definitely, definitely slow. In general, the major issue is the fact that, you know, this time of year, as we discussed on, on last month's video, this is the season where our economy and especially the strip is bolstered by conventions. Mm -hmm. So this is not the type of uh, the time of year that families come and spend time and, and or people go on vacation like normal. This is not that type of a season. It never is in the fourth quarter, but this is a very strong quarter for Las Vegas because we have conventions. So now that we have no conventions, I mean, that pretty much annihilated our built-in economic model, right? So that's very, very disruptive for the Strip. Now, the other issue is, you know, that trickles down. I mean, obviously that's hotel rooms, but then obviously they're not patroning restaurants. I mean, all the way down to strip clubs, right? I mm -hmm. mean, every facet of our economy has to function. And, and again, you're also bringing in, these are business people that have higher income. So they spend money when they're here. So that's a major, major blow. So as a result, and you know, cause I've sent you a few articles, um, many of the major resorts on the Strip. I mean, we're talking Mirage, we're talking Wynn Encore, um, I think Venetian just announced. They are shut down during the week. So Monday through Thursday, they're not even open. I mean, wow. I mean I've been here almost 30 years and I've never once ever heard of such a thing actually happening. So I mean, you know that there's no money to be made or such a negligent amount that it's, it's more cost effective to shut down than it is to remain open. So the question really that that has is what effect is that gonna have on the economy as far as you know, your employees that work in the hotels, I mean, down to housekeeping. And then just think about you know, 
you don't have to be rich to own a retail store that's in a hotel or casino, you know? And all of these retailers, all these restaurant owners, uh, they're displaced. They have no income Monday through Thursday at all. And then for the other operating days, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, uh, and then for the rest of the Valley, you know, we're down to a 25% occupancy for retail and restaurants. So that's challenging. Um, unlike California in some areas, you know, it's, it was 45 degrees outside a minute ago. You can't have outdoor dining that's pleasant in 45 degree weather, let alone at night when it's dropping down in the 30s. So unlike some parts of California that are able to get by uh, by doing outdoor dining, that's very difficult to pull off here in Las Vegas. So it's certainly, certainly challenging times from that aspect. Yeah, so again, um... I don't know. I mean, the economy right now is, is I'll call it limping along, surviving. Um, do, do you have the numbers on how big, I mean, conventions got to bring, does, do you think it brings a million people to Vegas the last quarter? I mean, it's, I mean, normal. I think that, yeah, that would right be about pretty, that. Yeah. pretty easy to achieve. I mean, at, at a minimum, I don't know what the exact number is, but I would say that that's very, very easy. I mean, you know, you have the SEMA convention, which is a massive car convention. Yeah. I mean, I've gone to that for 20 years. Um, and I mean, there's at least 100,000 people for that convention. Yeah. So, I, I mean, when you multiply them by all the conventions, and you have to remember in Las Vegas, I mean, every week there are conventions yeah. of some kind that are off the radar to you and I, right? Yeah, for sure. And and even at like local resorts, like Red Rock Resort, they thrive a tremendous amount of hotel occupancy on small conventions, right? You know, there might only be a thousand attendees, but every weekend they have a thousand attendees for some convention. So when you eradicate all of that business from every hotel and casino, uh, that, I mean, it's a huge economic impact. Um, now, when we talk about the economy, um, we may get to this later um, on, I think it was Saturday, um, our governor spoke, no, I think it was Sunday night, our governor spoke um, and extended our, our restrictions. So these restrictions are going to stay in place longer. Um, he extended the eviction moratorium to March 15th, I believe. Oh, wow. So but one of the major facets that he discussed was the fact that we already dug into our coffers um, to be able to pay for unemployment claims. And at this junction, since we don't have any federal stimulus money, I mean, we are literally out of money. When it ends in a couple of weeks, it is, it's a wrap. So if we don't get any relief, I don't know what's gonna happen. So that, that's a very, very concerning aspect because like I said, I mean, we, we all know that we're gonna be in this fight for another six months. Yeah. And we're not gonna see conventions, we're not going to see normal tourism. And with this level of unemployment and no economic stimulus, no economic available funds, the pain will really start coming in a couple of weeks. Yeah, and that's where I was going in this conversation is, and again, as an outsider, total outsider. It's felt like this year has been a bunch of people putting bubble gum in fingers on all the holes. Right. And we've, we've gotten till, you know, the December 15th, frankly, I'll admit it better than expected. Right. When you and I started talking in April, I did not think, I didn't think it would Certainly. be this good. Right. Certainly. Fair to say. Certainly. Yeah. 
but it's about yeah. it's about to roll off. I call it be I, I call it a bridge halfway, right? We we built a bridge with stimulus with the Fed doing what they do, but the bridge is halfway over the ravine. And unless Congress gets off their ass and and builds the second half, it is about to be a precipitous drop for too many people, too far, evictions being extended, unemployment not being there. You think the economy is tight now. You think pain's tight now. Man, January 15th, February 15th, no yeah. conventions, no tourism. Ouch. I mean, we are, you know, again, we've discussed this ad nauseum from the beginning and what we're experiencing has defied logic, right? Yeah. I mean, a housing market that's booming, the second highest unemployment in the nation, people spending money in retail, um, the record amount of refinances and mortgages. I mean, some things have defied general logic, but we may be on the precipice of, of actually <laughs> the chickens coming home to roost here soon. So again, it's too early to say with certainty this is going to happen or this is going to happen, but it's very obvious that the precursors are, are right in front of us. So like you said, if Congress doesn't get off their ass and provide some economic relief, yeah, January 15th, we're going to have some serious issues to deal with as a state and especially as a city. Um, you know, I just saw today that, you know, obviously you've seen on a national level, food banks, you know, are at record, you know, demand. One of the frightening statistics there was that 40% of people are there for the first time ever. Yeah. So again, in a city like Las Vegas, it's, it's going to be very, very interesting to see how we are able to do with it because the governor just came out and said flat out, there, are, there is no more money. So if there is no more money, I don't know where you go if we don't get any federal help. And then, yes, the evictions just got pushed back to March 15th, but I mean, you can only kick the can so far down the road. And at some point we're gonna have to deal with it. And frankly, I think the evictions really, really affect the lower economic portion of our society tremendously more. Uh, you know, In the world that I live in, yes, delinquencies are up, but it's not at a drastic level by any measure. Um, I deal more with blue chip properties sure. and that economic um, portion, that demographic is faring a, a lot better. But when you have those multiplexes, the low income housing, apartments, that's where you're going to see a lot of pain. One of the scariest stats I saw last month, and it'll be interesting to see what, so last month meaning September, so no, October. So I haven't seen November's yet, but Vegas collection in that type of property was 87%. Um, and that's not good at 87. Yeah. And I'm sure it's worse now. Yeah, I mean, from, from most measures, um, from the property managers that I work with and have relationships with, um, I've seen delinquencies only around 13%. So that's about twice the norm. Yeah, so that'd, be, again, 80, that'd be the 87, right? Yeah, so 87% right. collection, sorry, I may have right. said it wrong. Yeah. And, and so on, the problem though is, you know, anytime we're discussing statistics, it's important to understand where these statistics are representative of. Right. And when you make a blanket statement, like when we're discussing real estate in general, there's what happens on a national level, which may yeah. or may not affect your market, but it's more important to find out what's going on in your market yes. because different markets operate very independently. So when we discuss delinquencies, 
you know, if you're in an affluent area, those delinquencies might only be 5%. Mm -hmm. But when we're in, in an economically challenged, lower demographic, you know, you could have easily 30%. In certain complexes, you could have 50%. Yeah. That wouldn't surprise me. So again, you know, it's, it's that, that, that disconnect um, that we have. But yeah, so I guess when I sort of summarize and wrap this one up, the, the Vegas economy is hurting. Um, there's a couple of federal decisions that are, are, I mean, even if they come in with $300 unemployment instead of six, it's not going to be off to the races. It's just going to be limping through. I guess to wrap up this section, is there a big convention out there? Maybe it's in the summer that, that people are hopeful will be the first one. Is there, is there any hope of a first convention? No, I haven't really heard of a, a first convention. Um, for the most part, everything is just really just on a indefinite pause button, right? Wow. From from early things that I've heard from uh, the entertainment industry, everyone's kind of penciling June as that that's going to be that. The test. That's where we take the barometer, right? Can can we open up the world in June? Okay. And and right now it looks it looks feasible and possible. But again, most of the bigger conventions tend to be in the fourth quarter and then right at the beginning of the year, um, you know, usually right after uh, New Year's is when we have the CES convention, which yeah. is huge. CES, um, yeah. But National Finals Rodeo, that was in Texas, I believe, last week or the week before. That's a huge convention for us. Um, and there's a lot of money that gets dropped. So losing that to Texas wasn't good. My long-term fear is that, I mean, especially for the rodeo, that's not my, that's not my deal. I know nothing <laughs> when it comes to the rodeo, but I would imagine if they have a good experience in Texas and then we start discussing politics, I wouldn't be surprised if we could conceivably lose to Texas in forthcoming years, yeah. you know? So it's, it's also the, the long-term effect of what, what resonates, what sticks. Yeah. Well, Brian, I knew this this first video was going to be kind of depressing. It's kind of why I wanted to break. It's kind of why I wanted <laughs> to break these off a little up. bit, a little, <laughs> little bit. The second one is going to be awesome, and that third video we're going to do together is going to be fantastic. So let's just call this one good. Vegas economy's cool. uh, hurting a little bit. Um, there's hope for June. Let's just leave it at that. All right. <laughs> there you go. There's always hope. Always. And we hope. always come back. Vegas always comes back. There you go. Vegas strong. There we go. All right. Thank you for watching this video. Yep.